the Grab Stack Radio Show, live from Pflugerville. Oh, I hope everyone's having a super amazing, fantastic, and great day out there. Today, we'll be delving into style and business news, and I'll be giving my opinion on bicycles. Bicycles, for you people without a classy accent like me, plus the floor word of the day. At the top of the hour, it's the very popular style section. And today, I'm talking about another important style purchase you can make. Glasses! Yes, I have to say, I wish I wore glasses. If only my vision wasn't perfect, I could wear them all day long. (laughs) If I could wear glasses, I'd have frames with puppies all over them. Ooh, or a giraffe pattern. Now that's a head-turning look. Here are some great things about wearing glasses. They provide a protective shield for your eyeballs when Bobby Wonder crash lands. This happens several times a day and I'd often wish I'd had some glasses to protect a big chunk of my face. (sighs) I'd also like a football helmet and face shield, but those things would be unbecoming for a sidekick. We take the danger head on. You can match your frames to your outfit. I have a feeling if I ever went down the glasses rabbit hole, I would soon own about a thousand pairs. Stripy glasses, orange glasses, glasses with unicorns on them. Ooh, I'd be all in on that deal. The most important thing to remember about glasses is that they, like socks, tell everyone a little bit about ya. So someone meets you for the first time and you're wearing glasses with frames that have cookies all over them. Clearly you love cookies. This is a good thing because you've got a built-in conversation starter whenever you meet someone new. Say, I notice you have cookies on your frames. Pray tell, what is your favorite kind of cookie? See there, conversation basically takes care of itself. Oh, a small note here, if someone asked me that question, I would say, snickerdoodles. And that's your style tip for the day. In business news, I have an update on Mr. Snood's Flooza-Palooza Stadium concert event. Apparently, Mr. Snood didn't realize Pflugerville doesn't have a concert stadium. When asked if he was willing to build one in order to host the event, Mr. Snood responded, How much is that going to cost? If it's more than $400, then we're moving the concert to the banana stand. Now, I have to say, the banana stand is quite a nice place, but really, it's only set up for about 10 people at most. You can't just pack people in a band into a banana stand like you think. Those things fill up pretty fast. Also, there are bananas and sticks everywhere. When this was explained to Mr. Snood, he responded by saying, Hogwash, the banana stand will hold at least 5,000 people. Some people just won't listen when you try to explain something to them. The banana stand would need to be as big as a football field to hold that many people, and it's more like the size of a refrigerator. More updates on this story as it develops. In other business news, my local paper was found in the daffodils again, and I've lodged a grievance with the Pflugerville Times Complaint Department. This has to stop. A newspaper should be delivered to your desk in your room, obviously. And to wrap up, the price of a milkshake at the Burger Shack was raised to $3 last week, up from $2.99. Now I ask you, does that penny really need to be tacked on there? It's a travesty. I need those extra pennies to buy marbles and hair products. It adds up! Turning our attention to Grabstack's opinion about everything, today I'm giving my opinion on bicycles. Here are the things I do not like about bicycles. 
I've been caught in the chain of a bicycle, and uh, let me tell you, it does not feel great. Bicycle chains should be outlawed. Flat tires, enough said. Bicycles should come with a pot of tea and a pile of waffles, but they don't. There are many things I do like about bicycles, and here they are. They don't burn gas. This is a very nice surprise, and that's good for the planet. As someone from a planet with no cars, I can tell you it's much nicer without all that pollution. Good job, bicycles. Bicycles are also fun to ride, especially when I'm wearing my pink polka dot glasses. <laughs> I love to feel the wind rustling through my fur and wave at passersby. It really is the best. And bicycles have style, and you know how much I like style. My bicycle is green. It has a long banana seat and big handlebars. Oh, and you can fit the whole thing in your lunch pail. Do be aware that a small green bike with a banana seat is riding around town with a grab stack on it. <laughs> this thing is easy to miss, and my bicycle prefers not to be stepped on or accidentally kicked across a yard. Both of these things have happened to me. I've also been chased by dogs, nearly run down by a milk truck, and ridden into a pothole. Bobby Wonder had to rescue me from the hole, but I'm okay. Howdy, people of Pflugerville. It's another winning episode of Grab Stacks Radio Show, and you know what that means. You get to spend quality time with yours truly, Grab Stack. Talk about lucky. <laughs> Even if the rest of your day is nothing but tripping and dropping your ice cream cone, getting your pant leg caught in your bicycle chain, and slipping on banana peels, you still got to hang out with your best good buddy, Grab Stack. Oh, that's a win in my book. Today, I'm going to regale you with a terrible tale called The Disaster of the Put-Put. This story actually happened to me yesterday. The day started out just fine, not a cloud in the sky, and I was just about to start work on my brand new live stage play called Caroline the Cow Lays an Egg. Oh, it's a real winner. See, there's this cow, and his name's Caroline, and... Uh, what's that, Carl, the station manager? What do you mean cows don't lay eggs? You're kidding me. Is that true? I feel like someone should have told me that before I got the cow costume designed and bought all those eggs. Well, how about a rabbit? Does a rabbit lay eggs? No. Ooh. How about a moose? Molly Moose lays an egg. Ooh, I do like the sound of that. Mooseys don't lay eggs? Well, where, well, where are all the eggs coming from? There's a whole section at the Pflugerville Supermart. Oh, well, clearly I got a big story problem to solve, but I'll get to that later, because right now I have to tell that other story. Disaster at the Putt-Putt. Now, where was I before the egg situation? Oh, right, I was working on my new play, and Mighty Mila showed up, but she had transformed into a golf ball. She actually flew right into Bobby's room, bounced off the walls, and landed in the garbage can. And you know Mighty Mila, she does not like it when she transforms back into herself, and she's sitting in a garbage can. Turns out Mighty Mila wanted to challenge Bobby Wonder to a round of putt-putt golf. Well, I got in on that action in a hurry, because I love putt-putt golf. One of my favorite games, actually. And, of course, I'm real good at it, because I'm so close to the ground. Anyway, we settle on the big game, but only if I agreed to write a play about Mighty Mila that she would star in if we lost. And since Bobby wouldn't have to do any of the work, he said yes. We arrived at the Pflugerville Putt-Putt, expecting to play a normal round of mini-golf, but Mighty Mila had different ideas. See, for Mighty Mila, mini-golf's just too boring. She's all about the trick shots. And I kid you not, this is what she said as we approached the first hole. You have to stand on your head and close one of your eyes while you swing. What? 
My head is as round as a bowling ball. How can I stand on it? Well, Bobby had a good idea about that. He turned me upside down and set me right on top of a golf tee. Actually, it's pretty cozy once I got used to it. But I hit the ball right into Bobby's kneecap. Then Mighty Mila hit me right off the tee, and I landed inside the windmill. On hole number two, Bobby got to come up with the trick shot, and he said we had to throw the ball instead of hitting it. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but my paws are about the size of a dime. I can't throw a golf ball. Slipped right out of my hand and landed on my big toe. So anyway, we lost the first four holes in a row, and everything was looking pretty bad for old Bobby and Grabstack, but then I had an idea. Instead of hitting a golf ball, we'd have to hit a pine cone. I did not mention that on Florp, where I am from. We always golf with pine cones, so I'm a natural. In fact, I hit a hole in one. You can imagine how upset Mighty Mila was, and for the next three holes, she insisted we use a pine cone, because she could definitely hit a pine cone. Well, it turns out she can't. Those pine cones were flying everywhere but in the hole. Unless you count the pine cones I was hitting, those were going in. Approaching the final hole, number nine, we were all tied up, four holes apiece. A crowd had gathered. The major Pflugerville news outlets were on hand. Millions of people were watching. Uh, what's that, Carl? There's only 400 people living in Pflugerville? Okay, well, 400 people were watching. And then Mighty Mila threw down the gauntlet. We'd have to play the final hole wearing a blindfold and kick the ball down the turf. How is that golf? I mean, come on, people. As all of Pflugerville looked on, Mighty Mila kicked her ball right into the crowd and nearly hit a baby. But then Robozuki grabbed the ball with his tractor beam eyeball and dropped it right in the hole. And then it got worse. Instead of kicking the golf ball, Bobby kicked Grabstack. Ow! I flew all the way over the dinosaur hole and into the putt-putt lake. They had to fish me out with a golf club. There is a good ending to this story, even though we lost the big game. I wrote a play called Mighty Mila Lays an Egg, and it's playing to sell out crowds. See, what we do is we have Mighty Mila transform into a chicken, and then she lays an egg. Oh, people just love it. Welcome, one and all, to the Grabstack Daily Newscast, live from Pflugerville. It's me, your ever-present host with the most, Grabstack. Today, I'm going to be covering a very important topic I think everyone has an opinion on, so let's get right into the action. The topic is superpowers. As you probably realize by now, there are a lot of superpowers floating around the Bobby Wonder universe. I mean, let's just start with my superpowers, of which there are many. I produce, I act, I direct, I sing, I direct. I'm the whole package. I also bake, play ping pong, sell insurance in a pinch. Oh, I've got superpowers galore, and I bet you do too. Now on to the less amazing superpowers some of our other characters have. Bobby Wonder can fly. Okay, I have to admit that's pretty neat. I wish I could fly. Heck, I'd fly all the way over to Australia and visit my many fans. The other big superpower Bobby has is he's indestructible. This is a very handy superpower to have if you're Bobby Wonder because he crash lands at least three times a day. Luckily, he never gets hurt, but I have to wear elbow pads and a helmet or I'd be in big trouble. I even had my elbow fall off once. That's a true story. Recently, Bobby Wonder got a new power-up in the form of a stretchy bracelet. You know those plastic bracelets you can wear on your wrist? 
It's like one of those, but has special properties. If Bobby wears a stretchy bracelet, then he can stretch his arm out for about a mile. He mostly uses it to get stuff from the kitchen without leaving his room, but it has come in handy, I'll tell you, a couple of times. Now, I ask you, if you could have just one of Bobby Wonder's powers, which one would you have, huh? You might say flying, because that's probably the coolest superpower Bobby has, but if you weren't indestructible, you'd probably fly into the side of a building and then your elbow might fall off. You really don't want flying as a superpower unless you're also indestructible. Very dangerous. The stretchy arm could be fun. Yeah, you could get all the leaves out of the gutters without a ladder. Or you could stretch your arm all the way out into the backyard and pet the dog. And just imagine how useful that stretchy arm would be in the kitchen. Ooh, you could cook up a whole dinner extravaganza without ever even having to stand up. Now, Mighty Mila. Oh, she's got a very interesting superpower. She can transform into anything. It's true, I've seen it. Why, just the other day, Mighty Mila transformed into a sheep. I've seen her transform into a duck, a box, and a train. It's really quite amazing. <laughs> if I had this superpower, boy, I'd transform into a sports car, drive all over town, vroom, vroom. Then I'd turn into a jet airplane, fly all over to Hollywood, and then make a movie. Then I'd do a one-grab stack play and turn myself into all sorts of different parts. I'd play everyone. <laughs> but I wonder... What would you transform into if you had this superpower? Oh, the options are endless. Moving on, no Bobby Wonder superpower observation would be complete without Robozuki, the one-eyed menace. That thing's embarrassment to all sidekicks. And I should know, I'm the president of the Sidekick Association of the Universe. Robozuki is one giant eyeball, and it's a tractor beam. So that means Robozuki can grab whatever it wants with its eyeball. Ooh, that's diabolical. Some of the things I've seen Robozuki grab with his eyeball, all the mailboxes in Pflugerville, all the bicycles in Pflugerville, an asteroid, this actually happened, and about 10,000 marshmallows. A tractor beam eyeball seems like a superpower I wouldn't really enjoy very much, partly because I'm small and fragile. I don't really want a bowling ball flying into my face, although... I would take those 10,000 marshmallows, which we call flarshmarflers on Florp, where I come from. <sighs> what are some other superpowers you'd want? Oh, I have my top two list somewhere around here. Now, where'd I put that? Oh, oh, I remember. It's hidden in my sock. <laughs> here we go. Grab Stack's top two superpowers he wishes he had. Invisibility. I would love to be able to disappear so no one could see me. Then I could read all day or write a book or bake a cake without being bothered. No one would even know where I was. Ooh, that's a real super useful superpower. Super useful! I'd also like the power of the waffle. What I mean by that is I'd like to be able to eat waffles and never get full. So what I'd do is I'd start eating waffles about 9 o'clock in the morning and then I'd stop eating waffles four days later. But only if I got tired. 
Well, folks, we come to the end of another exciting GrabStack radio show. Come back tomorrow when we'll be taking on the Mathomatic machine. So make sure you bring your pencil and paper. And while you're waiting, there are lots of shows that take place in Pflugerville. The Fizzies are making trouble in Flusville, especially Waffle and Martha. And then there's Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn making all sorts of dangerous stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat kapow. They go big and then they go bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. Oh, that's a real winner. Just search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Friday is listener mailbag, so send your questions to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. <laughs> That's very exciting. Have yourself a marvelous day. Grab stack sunny off. Go kid go.